This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Before Yom Kippur now, and we would like to do a shtickle. Um, the Rishonim were very nice enough that Nitzavim, uh, the Torah was nice enough to put Pasha Tshuva Nitzavim, I guess there's some sort of remise for it. And um, we're going to look at an Akedah who deals with a very important issue. I'd, I'd like to preface a little bit the um, uh, uh, sort of the relevance of, the, of, the, of this Akedah. If a person is honest with himself, if we're honest with ourselves, the, our Avodah Hashem is a patchwork. It, it's, it, when you look at what the Torah says, it's as if, you know, the 99% of the people are going to be tzaddikim gvurim and tzaddikim. Yeah, occasionally there's a guy who does a um, who, who, who does an avera. So we have tshuva from a kapara and a karb and a vidur and a chatas and that. Um, but it's hard to define a situation where everybody's always doing tshuva and say that that's normal. Um, it's like medically speaking, it, 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 you define a disease. I mean, growing teeth is a painful experience, but it's not called a disease because it happens to everybody. It's normal, um, and, and so on. The, the, the disease is defined in terms of the unusual, the natural. It is a strange situation that the world seems to be, by and large, broken, and everybody's busy doing truth all the time, and every year we have Yom Kippur, and, um, and so on. The Torah says, you know, if it comes on our arm and so on, it seems as if the, the world is a basically failed place. And yes, the Kajbal is always there to take back failed people. In, in this whole, um, juxt- this, this whole putting um, Balchuva versus Tzadik Gomer and so on, and dealing with what is better and what's right and so on, it's a thing that we shouldn't have dealt with. And it's not just an abstract issue, philosophical issue. It really has a lot to do with our attitude, because at the end of the day, if the whole world is flunking, um, I remember I was I had a math teacher who was a big genius, and his tests were usually five extraordinarily difficult problems. I mean, you're talking about really, really unsolvable problems, and um, a 40 on the test was the best. The best, the best guy, the brilliant guy in the class, got a 40 on his geometry test, and, and you know he, he knew that it was you know that the, 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 the um, he understood it wasn't, but a 40 became the 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 grader that you were proud with. I pulled up for 40 means I answered, I got two of his problems I answered completely and well, but so that became sort of thing of pride. It is is really the situation of bits and pieces of values, l'chatchila, nabchatchila. It's a topic that the Kedah okay, goes through a little bit and we'll deal with it. Okay, Fa'atarei says, Kal kol p'nei advar me'la miti im tzotkemo divere bavuha, shazachan rishayna, b'mokom shebal tshuva omdim e tzadikim gemurim chanlamot. So he quotes Rebavua, we're obviously cutting him into the middle of a paragraph, but he's quoting Rebavua that says, that Balachuva are above Tzadikim. Shnema Sholom Sholom Arochok Belakarov and so on. And many people he says um, 
didn't had an issue with this. At the end of the day, no matter how well you patch up something, it's not as good as um, when the thing is good to start with. And so on. Um, so most Mefarshim explain it that it falls under the category of the Fumtaragra. It's it's certainly about Shuva is not as good as somebody who's inside a Gomer, but he gets a lot more schar because he went through a lot more difficulties and HaKadosh Baruch Hu measures his char in terms of tsar. Now he says, um, um, the the um, the Akeda is quoting Aristotle. Uh, the Rambam also does in this case, and I mean he's referring to him, I guess. But he puts down something which seems to be axiomatic that the perfect. If you ask yourself, you have two people. One of them would like to be over in Avera, but restrains himself. The other does not want to do the Avera. The one who does not want to do the Avera is superior to the one who doesn't want to do it. So if you have a person that would like to defraud people, he's got these great schemes, but he holds himself down. And you have somebody else who only would like to do things that are honest, the superior is the, is the person who wants to do things, only things that are honest. That's what Aristotle says, and that seems to be sit well with the seichel, that a person who is good means he only desires good, craves good, wants good, and the other person who craves bad um, or evil is, but holds himself back is okay, but he's not as good as the person who doesn't even crave bad things. That's what Aristotle said, and that seems to be logical. The Rambam argues that he says, um, and he brought Raya's from the Pasuk. It says, There's a Pasuk in Mishle that a wicked person craves bad, then he is a bad person. In other words, a, per- a person is defined by the things he craves. And it says that Tzadik loves doing Mishpat and so on and so forth. And it says, um, then he brings, uh, then he brings uh, Chazal the other way to Rambam. It says the from Tzara Agra. It says Kol Gadol Chaveri Tzugal Mimenu. It says Al Yoma Adam I Efshi B'Psar Chazil Vishus Kliyim Avul Efshi Ma Esav Avishu B'Shvayim Gazalai. So Rambam brings three Mamori Chazal that say the opposite. That say that uh, the harder it is, and and most specifically, so the person should not say. Chazes yaks or kelayim are out of style, but you should say they're great. But what can I do? Kadosh Baruch Hu goes on me. So the Rambam says um, the following, the f- the following hachra, and it's a sheet in its own right worth uh, pursuing. The Rambam says there is the difference between mitzvahs that are chok and mitzvahs that are mishpat. Um, and let's explain this a little bit. First of all, this gives us an understanding 
as to the distinction between choik and mishpat. It, it, in other words, the distinction is not can we fathom the reason. The distinction lies in how am I supposed to be mekayim the mitzvah. Um, let's give an example. Let, let's ex- explain why it's like that. It, um, in a relationship between um, a man is courting a woman, a husband and a wife, the, um, there are two types of activities that go into a demonstration of the care that one has to the other. One is things that I understand that the other person needs. For instance, it's been a few hours, the other person must be hungry. I know, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been a while since we've eaten and I'm hungry. It's cold, it's raining. So the things that I understand are needed I I sh- I project that on her, um, and I do something on her behalf. That's one element of things. There's a second element, and those things I do because I understand that it's cold now, and I need to get a coat. I need to get her a coat. I need to get an umbrella. I need to get her an umbrella. There's a second gather thing. There are things that I, for the life of me, can't fathom as to why it's necessary. Um, I don't understand why those shoes are not good to go out with. Doesn't look to me all the same. But the other person does care. So the second half is the um, understanding of the fact that I may not understand the problem with it, but since the other person cares about it, it's very meaningful to me. So there are both of these. Are, are important elements in my bonding with the other person. One is that I understand those needs that are understandable. It's not that I'm bringing her something to eat because that, you know, that's, that's her crazy wishes. She wants that, so, that's, so we'll eat. If it's been eight hours since we've eaten, obviously the person's hungry. And then there's also doing something for her which she doesn't understand, which I don't understand. And yet, if it's important to the other person, it's important to me as well. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us two sets of mitzvahs. It, the mishpat mitzvah is there so that the things that, that my seichel chaps, the seichel is also part of the mitzvah. Use your seichel. For instance, if after eight hours that we've been together, the other person doesn't tell me that they're hungry, and I don't buy her food, then, then there's something wrong with me. And I'll say, very innocently, I'll say, but you never told me that you're hungry. Well, we've been together for eight hours, you're starving, why would I be starving? On the other hand, if, if let's say the person needed something that's just their personal taste, the time is correct. If you didn't tell me that you don't like going to this place for some personal reason that I don't fathom, how would I know? But now that you've told me, because it's important to you, I'm doing it. This, the, both of them fill in a, a, a void. I think we spoke about this when we spoke about a Keshach and Shparuchu, about Avos Hashem. But both of these complement each other. So the Ramam says, in the world of mitzvahs, if a person goes around with the attitude, I would love to steal, but what can we do? That's not a full kiyum of 
the mitzvah of Osig Novu. And because mitzvahs that are mishpat were given for both the hands to fulfill and the seichel to fulfill. And therefore, um, if my das is not there yet, then I haven't fulfilled it. On the other hand, those mitzvahs that are a chok, like kashris, I don't. I I need to do them because, this, despite the fact that I don't understand them, but for Kaddish Baruch Hu, they're important and they're precious. That's the Rambam's Achra. So Rambam says the psukim that speak about a good person being inherently good, being good with his with his neshama, with his ritzonis, That's talking about mishpat and the pasuk and the and the and and the, and the um, mamarim dealing with that a person um, be, uh, do things just because it's also, even though he doesn't understand it, that deals with Chol. That's the Ramashita. Um, the, uh, so, he, so he says, according to that, V'hinei Mavur, so go in Ramashita, Ke'acha shekil devem chol ma'ashit lem ha'tayv sa'gufiyas, ma'advarim ha'gunim, refezeh ha'nushit. If the Rambam agrees to, the, to Aristotle, as regards um, all those types of averis that are physical, that uh, that a person can understand from his own seichel. Loma shahaish hayosha meshol tayvus hein who meula meakasha sheshton loy vekoyvish aisa to say that the person who doesn't have a tayva is better than a person who has one. Kolshen shemay may mazeh shemitam. So that Kede asks, according to Ramam Shita, that, that the person is not supposed to even desire the Ra. So if he fell in and actually was nichshel in it, and now he's coming back to Shuva, he certainly should be less chashiv and less good. Now, um, even though the Ram doesn't bring down this maim about Sadiqim about Baju being bigger than Sadiqim and it could be that he holds his talking about this this maim of Makash is talking about only Averis that are Choyik but he says that can't um, that uh, that's hard to believe, and he has a, 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 a he has a kasha. We'll see the kasha in a second. I want to just stop a minute on the point that he's making. So he's, he's asking a kasha from the mokesh about who owned him and owned him shem. I'm not sure that this kasha is 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 is, is such a powerful kasha in the Rambam. I want to try to explain it. The Rambam says. The Rambam is not talking about the person and everything he's gone through. What is the finished product of a tzaddik in the world of ben Ad- of a mitzvah sikhli is supposed to look like? What is a tzaddik in the world of mitzvahs um, uh, um, is supposed to look like? The question is not how did he get there. And the fact that he went through a road where he was nichshol and now he's not nichshol anymore and so on and so forth, that's not, that's not the point that the Ramam is addressing. The Ramam is addressing at this stage, 
when the person has gotten to perfect himself, well, what is he supposed to look like? So, so I, I don't quite see it as being such a powerful kasha. Um, the, 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 um, he, the, the Rambam is not talking about where you started the process. The question is, what does it look like when a person is a shalim after he's overcome his inflation? So certainly about shuva can become a shalim if he's done so much shuva that he no longer hankers for any of that vera, that's fine. Then, th- then according to Ramashita, that's really good. So I'm not sure about his kasha, but be it as it may, he has his kasha in the Rambam. Um, now he has a different shita. There are um, It's very interesting. It's it's said over in modern day language. The, the, but uh, it's already in Rishonim. They say the Baltshuva stands in a place where Tzadikam doesn't stand. It, 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 it doesn't. It, let, let's quote it exactly. In the place where Tzadikim, where where, where stand, Tzadikim can't stand. And they, in Yiddish, it goes w- with a little bit of a twist because it, because the smell is terrible. Um, in other words, it's it's because of the chisaron of of the Balachuva standing in a place where you still have the remnants of Avera and whatever it is, and, and the tzaddik is too refined to stand there. That's a, a Yiddish uh, veritable. And he says that, that some at Farshim, and he brings, um, and, he, and he asks his cash on it. So that's not the pshat. Omno, hanira elai toivi yasha, so next paragraph. Be'yishu'el yan, how does one explain it? Ki divetar l'chudir philosophy l'chud. He says, Torah and philosophy are going to differ on this one. Uh, I, I want to um, explain this phrase. When he says Torah and philosophy are going to differ, it's like he's saying a big Kiddush here. But it is, and let's explain a little bit um, what, what, what he means. Dakeda, like um, many of the Shayim for him, like the Rambam himself and so on, understood that philosophy, both in the sense of its working through issues using your head, and many of the things they had actually worked out were right. They were on target. Um, it was not, uh, uh, it, it, there was nothing wrong. They referred to Aristotle constantly. The, 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 the Raman says anything under the sphere of the moon will leave Aristotle. In other words, anything that has to do with this world, Aristotle had it right. Aristotle was, was a big chacham. And therefore, his, his, his train of thought would not in itself be a problem. There's, there's no issue with, his, um, with, 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 with what he's thinking. The problem is with some of the foundations that he's building. It's, it's the axioms you're putting on. Philosophy in its thinking process is logic. Logic should work. It's hard for us to to understand worlds that logic doesn't work. But philosophy besides logic includes a set of axioms. Logic itself is worthless unless it's based on some axiom. And the axioms here are problematic. And this is what he's going to explain. 
כהנה באמת הפילוסופים לא יאמינו כשמיילו בנושים נסונו מלכאי סלה על זה האיש הרומוס מפס מייסא ואשאסא ברוצמא פרנצלוסי יסאללה ולא השיקו יסאללה שכר לו בשום פנים על יומש השלימוס מגיע לכל איש בטבע כפי מה שאשמע עצמא מידס ומסקולס ולהשקוף את צנק אל יסאללה זה כלל Let's talk about this. Um, yes. Okay. Um, maybe we'll, we'll translate the words first, Um, by dint of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's command and, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not give schar in it they say that every person Shlemus is a natural um, it, it, it's a natural attainment it's, it, depending on how Shalem a person is in his both middos and in his understanding without HaKadosh Baruch Hu being involved so Let's, let's explain um, the two Mahalchim and we'll understand the difference uh, word. According to the philosophers and we're speaking about a thought, an understanding of the world, they're not, they're not all that different from Chachm Yisrael in many ways. They define good and bad, they define a God. The God is the ultimate understanding, the ultimate wisdom there's good and there's bad and there are people that are good there are people that are bad those facts and anything that is not good all the way and needs to be somewhat fixed is not as good as that which is good a refurbished model is refurbished it, it's, not, it's not a new model and that's it so we're dealing with um, we're dealing with definitions um, dispassionate definitions of almost inanimate objects person A plays football well person B has good moral fiber person C um, plays the piano remarkably um, these are facts there is no other element involved our understanding of Tov and Ra is yes there is an ultimate Tov there's a model of ultimate Tov that that's Tov itself. But there's Hashkocha within the Bria, and there are people that, that, that an HaKadosh Baruch who takes a person, an HaKadosh Baruch who gives him challenges, HaKadosh Baruch expects him to overcome it, and he wants him to get to a good place. And the, the entire interaction of HaKadosh Baruch and people revolves around this, this point over here. Um, So when you ask, so for instance, let, let's give an example. Um, let's say, let's say I'm a manufacturer, and I need to manufacture, I don't know what, iPhones. So any iPhone that falls apart, that breaks, that's not so good, whatever it is, is off the assembly line into the, into the refurbished department. Fine. And um, at best we can say that something is as good as brand new. That's the best we can do. But let's say, um, the, that's, but let's say I'm trying 
to teach um, a, a child certain skills. Let's say I'm trying to teach him certain things like patience and this and that. And I haven't built it and haven't taken and then I take it apart. Or he makes mistakes and he learns all those mistakes. That is not less perfect than the model that never needed to be uh, refurbished. Because the point of that of this iPhone, the one that I was working with the kid, was not the iPhone, it was the kid. And I gave him an iPhone, I said, let me see you put this together. And when he makes a mistake, I tell him, why'd you make a mistake in this? And what do you need to undo the mistake? And so on and so forth. So there's a big difference between when it's center, when everything is sort of an object or when there is a, 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 a Matthias behind that. And that's, and, that's, and that's what he says. If you're asking me, if I, if I have a school and I want to admit only the best, the guy who had to take the test a second time, even though he worked hard and got it, is, is second best. Um, yes, I'm proud of the fact that you did so, so much effort to get in here, but if I need to choose the best, it's not the best. But let's say the school here deals with um, helping kids develop helping them take responsibility for their lives, helping them um, understand how to cope with issues, then if, if, if they fail and they try it again and it goes well, th- then it, it realizes it's, it's tactless and, and, it, and it's, it's not second best. This is the best in, in this place. The philosophers looked, they had a picture of God and Tov and Ra which on the surface was similar to our picture of it. Mitzah the Panemius, it was a completely different world. It was a world that, um, it, 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 in, in the Philosophers' world, there is no Panemius. It's just like there's atoms, there's molecules, there are vir- there's virtue and dishonor, and this is virtue, and something that once wasn't virtuous, so today and today it is virtuous, okay, so that's a refurbished model, that's all. But if we understand it as a pedagogue's instruments, and this is, by taking this apart and putting it together again, I'm teaching you skills in electronics, I'm teaching you skills in coping, I'm teaching you skills in, in, in whatever it is, then, then, then we're dealing with, um, this is the way it ought to be. It's, it's a shlemus that th- this, is the pr- this is the perfect radio, you can keep taking it apart and putting it together again. So, so the taking apart and putting it together, not refurbishing it, that's the Mahalach of it. So he says, Kimayo and so according to philosophers, anything that disturbs a person from attaining his perfection is not good. Because overcoming Yitzhahara is simply getting rid of a problem. It's like we had a flood, so wasted a half a morning clearing out the flood and now we can first sit down and put together the iPhones. But let's say the purpose of the lab is to teach the people patience, coping skills, and so forth. The, 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 the flood didn't, dis- didn't disturb the, 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 the thing, and we, and we wasted a, a, a morning on the flood. The flood was part of the lessons. So, 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 so there's a dramatic difference between the philosophers and our view on things. They didn't dehare the person in the person, and they didn't dehare the the um, 
the lack of it, the, the lack of the hearing it, um, if, if by the philosophers, the 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 the, um, the philosophers see the thing as a cold object. If it's good 100%, then it's perfect. If it's not good, then it's second best. We understand it that the perfect lies in the perfecting. Akarish Baruch who made the world as a place where to do things, and therefore um, it's a very different world. Omnam, he says, let's read it. They certainly don't deny the paradigm of perfection that lies in the um, in the model in the um, in the uh, um, in the in the perfect model that is 100% perfect. Omnom yaminu shemitzad yudi atorah loikus chamtasei chulakuras charet zayni lechol ishman nashim v'tirchom asov v'tzamasetu. But they understand that a person's schar and in, and by extension his accomplishment lies in the effort expended and the challenge met rather than the at some perfection. Gashbach doesn't need the perfect law of an esri. He can make as many as he wants. He needs what he does need, what he did express a need for, is people who make the effort to get that law of an esri. Um, the, the, um, and, and, and he says the decades, the, the I mean, just think about it. If somebody comes, he has a mitzvah that he needs to put a lot of effort in, it's, it's certainly it's going to be better than the person that came without siren, so on and so forth. Um, okay, so let, let's talk a little bit about this. Uh, so, so, so he, and he sums it up, and he says, so once again, if you're talking mitzad, the perfection of the object itself, certain philosophers are right. No, somebody didn't have a hominid there is a more perfect object than the person who had and certainly who struggle with it. But the perfection mitzad what who had in mind the Bria, what he has in mind the Bria, the, 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 the dynamics of the Bria, that's very different. I want to um, talk a little bit about this, elaborate a bit on it. Um, I think, I, did I ever tell you the muscle with the breast or with the lamp, the king that sent last week? Last week. So, um, the, 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 part of our problems, part of our challenges on a young kipper and more, I guess, in, in a length of time, in terms of, as time goes on, we have the following issue. Um, you know, when you're young, when you're 16, and whatever was that age that you get turned on to Yiddishkeit, and you know, somebody made a difference, you, you decide you're going to recuvate, and you're going to learn 95 hours a day, you're going to be perfect, and so on and so forth. Once, twice, three times, four times, I mean, at some point you wisen up, and then you're out. And then you look back and you realize, listen, it's bits and pieces here and there, nothing exciting. Th that attitude takes away everything good that you ever had. Because we're looking at the perfection from the object. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, if what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants out of each and every one of us is that little perfect doll that's called perfection, then, yeah, then we're wretched. And even, let's say, by the end of days, we'll have patched up, and there'll be a bit here and a piece here, and there'll be this and that. 
it's really fourth rate. And we know that. But who, but, but that's not what Akash Baruch wanted people perfecting themselves. The struggle, objects Akash Baruch can make as many as he wants. The area that he left open for us was to do things by choice, against difficulties, and so on. So, so the 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 Ratzon Hakadosh um, lies in that one. There's a mice of somebody in Kutsk, the the Kutskashita was extremely critical and constantly criticized everything they did. Interest, introspectively, they criticized themselves. The things are not genuine. The things not what they should be. It, that was the sheet of Kutsk, very tough sheet. Regine was the opposite. Regine was very, very, everything was beautiful, everything was perfect. The, the, the Rebbe sort of had the aura of perfection. Everything was gold and silver, malchustic, and very, very elevated, and everything was like tip-top. They, they dressed very nicely. It was all an expression of kind of godless autumn, sort of, like, translating into uh, literature terms. And there was once a Kotka Chassid who married into a family of visionists. And he was very depressed. And he came and he asked his Rebbe, and he said, you know, it's so terrible. It comes a week before Yantif. My father-in-law and his sons and the other the six siblings, brothers, and brothers, uh, they, uh, they come, they, they, they dress themselves up in the finest to go to the Rebbe for Yantif, to their Rebbe. And the simch on their face is incredible. And they have a band that plays as for them as they leave the town to go there. And they're, and they're so happy and so devoted. And and see the shechina on them. And me, he said, I'm always doubting myself. I think myself, did I re- am I really ready for Geula? Is, 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 do I mean Pesach or do I mean myself? And what's my Avdus? Uh, you know, my shibud, etc., and so on and so forth. And I'm a broken person. I just, I just constantly think of all the chasonas that are possible. And the Kotzka answered him in his laconic style. In wer sucht, was der Eibishter will? And who's to say what a Kotzka wants? In other words, y- y- you're putting down, um, uh, 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 you're positing something because um, they look so accomplished and so well and so good, this is perfection. And Kotzko's famous rattle was, there's nothing more whole than a broken heart. And and it's something to understand, the avoda of tshuva is really the central avoda of us. It is a world um, where we move ahead by stumbling. There's a, there's a famous, there's a Chazal that says that Baruch created uh, hundreds of worlds um, on, and he said that, eh, it's not good. This world finally came to this world and said, this is the, the, this, the Dena this is a good world. So everybody talks about it. And <coughs> the, the, the Pashta Pshat is, I mean, the Pashta Pshat on many levels is that our, the binion of our world the, perf- the Dena Hanyali of our world, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted from our world, is a world that can stand on the top of 
think it was 800 some odd worlds, 100 some odd worlds, that needed to be raised in order to have this world. So somebody would say, what a waste of time. I mean, imagine this world would be 900 times as big if you would, if, if, if HaKadosh Baruch would have gotten it right the first time, no, our world is a world that's built after having tried so many times and still built it. That's the world HaKadosh Baruch wants. So, so we always need to look at things through from two different angles. One is what is perfection, not to be happy with um, Bainus and say, well, this is good enough. Certainly perfection is what Kashbach wants, but on the second thought, it's the getting to perfection that's really it. And therefore, even if the person has to keep picking himself up time and again, as long as he's at it and he's sincerely moving at it, then in a certain sense, that is a perfection. Very, very, it, it's, it's, it's a kind of, it's an almost impossible paradox to think about, but that, that's the truth. The truth is that Kodesh um, Baruch put it into the world. The situation in the world is where Eintag Baruch Hashem Loyechda. Everybody's been there, or everybody we know has been there and back and again and again and again. It's you know, and there is progress over the years. We do move forward. I think everybody can l- keep looking at themselves and as they grow and as they mature and as they go through more life experiences and more ruchnius, they do grow. It's always it's, it's always a process of kind of tshuva, but it's it's a very it's an it's um it's a materialistic understanding where perfection is the little doll that says Mr. Perfect on it. What Akashpoku wants is the person struggling with his self. As l- the key is not the being perfect. The key is to struggle to keep being perfect. Therein lies the perfection that's attainable for us. Uh, and uh, we should be zeicha. It's hard to, to keep doing tshuva, I guess, or um, to reach perfection. I, I guess that the world, that the tshuva of the world, add up to the final perfection that will be there someday, and uh, we'll, we'll have the fruit of all those generations that struggled and and did tshuvas and moved the world forward. Hopefully, will be the generation that that um, zeicha to those pairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah.